What is going on? What is up? It is certainly my privilege, my my my, my um pleasure to be um with you one more time in this time of prayer, this time of prayer and fasting and things and calling out to God and the things that what we need. We need God in our life. We need the Holy Spirit. We need Jesus Christ coming into our lives, revitalizing our souls, making us whole. Uh, we need Jesus Christ in our lives to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. We need him. Like rebo shaka, we need to breathe. That's how deep it is, I do believe. The Bible says um, his loving kindness has been better than life. Therefore, what we do is we trust in him. We give him praise. We give him glory. We give him the utmost respect because without him, Hallelujah. We would fall. We would fail. We would, um, some of us would even probably lose our minds. So we need the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. We need his comfort. We need his, his peace. We need to call on him in the hour. The hour that we believe that is one of the most uh, glory to God. Hours that we know the Lord is soon to come. We do believe that. Amen. You need to lift up your eyes. Um, to the hills. And when I say the hills, I'm talking about to the heavens. Lift up your eyes to the heavens. Our redemption draweth nigh. The Lord is closer to now to us than we first believed. So let us wake up out of sleep and cast off the evil works of darkness and walk in this marvelous light. Let us bless the Lord at all times and let his praise continually be in our mouths. Hallelujah. Listen, I want to read you some scriptures, though, before we start to pray. You know, I'm trying to do, we're going to do 21 days of prayer. Here the Lord spoke to me the other day, and just, as I just said the word try. The Lord says, he spoke to me and said this, there's some more trying, man of God. There's only do now. Yes, yes, yes. You're too old to just be trying. No, you're going to make some things happen. Hallelujah. You're going to invest in yourself. You're going to invest in a prayer life. You're going to invest in a giving life. You're going to start investing in the kingdom of heaven. What does it mean to invest in the kingdom of heaven? Investing in the kingdom of heaven is basically investing in people. Hallelujah. You got to learn how to love people. But you're going to have to learn how to just not love in word. But we're going to have to learn how to love in deed and in truth. Let me read you some scriptures. I want to show you what happens to many folks when they start to pray. I don't know if you've been praying for something for a long time. I don't know if you've been praying for deliverance for a long time. And I don't know if you've been praying for, uh, I don't know, some maybe some material, maybe a house, maybe a car, maybe a husband, maybe a wife. You've been praying for a long time for something to happen. And you haven't seen the manifestation yet. Some of you, um, sometimes when people pray, they pray for an hour. And if it don't happen, they give up and say, well, it must not was for me. And they go the whole year and just leave it alone. Some people pray, you know, they come to church, they pray for three or four Sundays and nothing happens. So they give up. Some people pray and they don't see any changes. So they just give up. But I want to show you in the word of God that prayer is not about giving up. As a matter of fact, I want to show you in the word of God that prayer is not a sprint. <laughs> prayer is a marathon. Prayer is not a 50 yard dash or a 60 yard dash, a 100 meter run. No, prayer is. You're going to have to be a distance runner if you want to pray. Because oftentimes when you pray, things just don't happen immediately. But you're going to have to learn how to endure in order to get a prayer through or in order to see results of what you've been praying about. Now, some people pray 
until they get the answer they want. You know how certain kids out here, they, they keep nagging the parent until they get what they want. Well, if you got certain parents, and some parents don't allow you to nag them. You know, when they said no, it is what it is. But certain people, sometimes there are certain kids that they, they keep asking the parent until they get the answer they want. <laughs> now, you can't do that with God. Because if God already done told you no about something, then it just is what it is. Or if he done told you not now. Then it just is what it is. But sometimes if we don't receive an answer from God or we don't see a manifestation from anything, we just give up and assume the answer is no or assume something's not for us and it's not true. Prayer, my brother, my sister, is a marathon. Prayer is not for the faint of heart. Prayer, prayer is for the faithful. Prayer is for the people who have decided to uh, consistently. Prayer is for those who have a habit of praying. Prayer for those who have decided that, listen, I'm not going to give up. I don't care what it is or how it's going on. I'm not going to give up. That's what prayer is about. Let me show you something in the word of God. Look at Matthew chapter 7. And I want to show you something. Matthew chapter 7. Hallelujah. And I want to start reading at verse 7. And I want to show you something in the word of God. It says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and it will be open to you. These are three things of prayer. These are three stages of prayer. Ask, seek, knock. Rebo shakarabaha. Asking and it will be given unto you. Seek and you will find, knock and it will be open to you. Now watch this. For everyone who asks receives. You don't got to have a title to pray. You don't have to have a bishop. You don't have to be a bishop to pray. You don't have to be a deacon. You don't have to be a choir director. You don't have to be. You, you, what you need is to pray is just is to open up your mouth. That's all you need. You need the faith. You need to not fear. And not doubt. And you have to have faith in God. That's all you need to pray. <laughs> he says, who for everyone, everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds, and he who knocks, it will be open. That's what he says. Now watch this. I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you something in a minute. Let me keep reading. For what man is there among you? If he asks his son for bread, would he give him a stone? Jesus Christ is saying, hey, he's talking to the crowd saying, hey, you fathers, what man is there among you? If your son asks for bread, you're going to give him a stone? Watch what he's saying. If he asks for a fish, will you give your son a serpent? No. <laughs> if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father, which is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? Now watch this. Now watch this. So what he's saying is this. He said, you fathers out there. You have sons. If if you if you ask your if your son came to you right now and asked you for for a fish, would you give him a serpent? If your son asked you for a bread, you gonna give him a stone? You don't. He said, and he said, yeah, you guys are evil guys. So how much more would your heavenly Father give good things unto them to ask him? Other words, he's saying is, Jesus saying this to you, that if you ask me for the Holy Ghost, I'm going to give it to you. 
if you ask me for good things, I'm going to give it to you. Because I'm a good God. Because the rebel shakarabaha. You can't out evil God's goodness. Oh my God in here. But there's another thing I want you to see. Because when he says ask, knock, and seek. If you read in the King James Version, it'll say he that asketh, receiveth. He that seeketh, findeth. And he that knocketh, the door is open. At the end of those words are ETH. ETH means continually. That means that if you're going to get what you want from God, you're going to have to consistently, continually keep asking. The, 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 the God's relationship with us is like a father and a son. Hallelujah. The father, the son is asking the father for something. The father may feel like the son is not ready for it. I'll tell you what, if you, if you, here's what you can do. If you can prove yourself, go out and do this, go out and do that. Come back to me. We'll do this. We, we, I'll give you what you want. It's a father-son relationship. You ask for the father for something. He, oh, I feel like you're not ready for a car yet, son. But I'll tell you what, if you can prove that you can drive my car, you can prove that um, you can um, um, responsible enough to make this happen, then you can have your own. If, <laughs> but you got to continue asking. Sometimes we're asking God for wise. We're not ready for it. We're not financially ready. We're not physically ready. We're not mentally ready. We're not. Sometimes we're asking God for something that, glory to God, power that we can't handle yet. No, I'm not going to give you this power yet. You got it, but I'm not going to give it to you. I'm not going to manifest it yet because that power may drive you crazy. It may get, make you arrogant. It may make you unlead the church. It may. A lot of things are often asked for God, for some, things that we're praying to God for something. And we're not ready for them yet. So the answer is oftentimes it's not yet. And then some things that we're asking for God just don't want us to have. Is that no, that's not for you. The answer is no. But a lot of things, uh, we're asking God, for yes, that is for you. Yes, you can have that. Hallelujah. My God in here. But the problem with us is, is that when we start asking God for things, and if we don't receive them right then and there, we're thinking that the answer must be no. No, it's not necessarily no. It means not yet. <laughs> if God, all the promises of God are yea and amen, baby. So that means that you're going to either get a yes or a no. Even in God's yeses, that doesn't mean that you're going to get it right then and there. But yes, you can have that. Yes, that's yours. But our problem is that we start to... Our problem is we always start to, in the name of Jesus, give up when we don't get what we're praying for right away. But who's going to be continually in prayer? Who is out there that's willing not to give up until God answers them? My God in here. There was a woman in the Bible who wanted her daughter healed from a demonic spirit. And she came to Jesus and asked him to heal. And Jesus would not answer her a word. And so she asked him again. And Jesus didn't say anything to her. She asked him again. And he said something else to her. <laughs> but she, she kept asking, asking, and asking him until he finally gave her what he want, what she wants. There's some of you right now have given up at the first um, prayer. You've given up at the second prayer. It's been the two years now you decided to give up. Three years, four years, I don't giving up because I didn't get what I want. Well, I didn't get the answer that I want or 
I'm tired of praying for this. My God. And then somebody now close to you probably or somebody now in the church or maybe somebody that you listen to probably on TV or somebody like that probably told you, hey, well, stop asking God. That ain't for you. But who in the world is going to tell you what God has for you? The only person that can tell you what God has for you is God himself. Open up his word and find out. If you can get forgiveness, open up his word and find out, can you get healed, delivered, set free? Open up his word and find out, can you get salvation for your, your son or your daughter? Open, open up his word and find out if you can get the house or the car. Open up his word and find out, does he want you to have to be married and this, that, and the other? A lot of times we're asking everybody else for their opinion on what God has for you instead of asking God. God is a giver. And he's the one that's going to be giving it to you, right? So why not ask God? Why not consistently? Look at this. Why not consistently? Why not consistently ask God? Ask him for the business. Ask him for deliverance. Ask him for the healing. Ask him for the salvation. Ask him for the money. Ask him for the credit repair. Ask him, what direction do I need? Ask him what city you need to be in. Ask him right now. And, I, and all these things I'm saying, I'm asking for myself right now. Lord God, what, what is your direction? Let's go into prayer right now. Let's go into prayer right now. Lord, what is the direction that you want us to go in? What city do you want us to be in? What state do you want us to be in? Father, in the name of Jesus, the world is changing. So the world has changed. Look, what do you want me to do in this hour? What do you want me to go to church? Whom do you want me to marry? Who do you want me to be with? Who do you want me to shot? What ministry do you want me in? Father God, what career do you want me in? Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we take nothing for granted. We're anxious for nothing. But by everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we make our requests being made known unto God. Lord God, what do you want us there? Where you will have us at. Lord God, what car do you want us to drive? Lord God, help us to raise these kids. Lord God, help us to do this. Father God, we cannot do nothing without you, Father God. Without you, we can't do nothing. We need you. We need your love. We need your guidance. We need your provision. We need your favor right now. We can't live without you. Without you, Father God, life is meaningless. And we right now, Father, come before you right now. In the name of Jesus. Because oftentimes we are confused. We don't know whether to go left or right. We don't know what to do, Father God. But we do know one thing, Father God. For us to live as Christ and to die as gain. So help us right now, Father. Heal us right now. Deliver us right now. Do exceedingly abundantly above, Father God. All that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Father God, what do you need us to do? Whom do we need us to talk to? Who do we need to? In the name of Jesus. Father God, for we know that he that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and he that knocketh, the doors open unto them. Father God, help us not to stop asking. Help us not to stop seeking. Help us not to stop knocking. Let us knock, Father God, until somebody gets irritated. And let us seek, Father God, until we find what we want. Let us ask, Father God, until we get the answer. Let us Let us not give up, Father God. Let us not fear. Let us not doubt. Let us have faith in God. But, but most of all, Father God, let us forgive others as you have forgiven us. Help us right now, Father God, for the grudge is too heavy. 
The yoke of a grudge is too heavy. The yoke of depression and hate is too heavy. The yoke the yoke, Father God, of affliction is too heavy. The yoke of sickness is too heavy. The yoke of regret is too heavy. We have yokes on our necks, Father God, but we found out, Father God, that the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Father God, use your anointing, Father God, to break the yokes of depression, religion, false doctrine, legalism, different things, racism, schism, all these things, Father God, are going on right now. But Father God, we ask for your healing. We ask for your provision. We ask for your anointing. We ask for you right now, Father God. We ask, Father God. We seek you. We need you. In Jesus' name, we ask all these things. Amen. And amen. If it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed.